And now for something purposely positive. Welcome to Strive to Thrive, the Purposely Positive Podcast, brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. This is Tony Wexler, your host, and on this podcast, we talk about positive issues to bring positive content into the world. We're finishing up a series called Goal Getters, where I interview some special guests that are looking to achieve goals in this new year. As you listen, I hope you'll be thinking about what you want to achieve, and I truly hope that this helps you go for it. Today, I want to welcome my new friend, Denise. She has recently launched her business, and we're excited to help her with that. Denise, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Tony. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Well, we're excited to have you here and hear about this new business that you're starting. So tell us a little bit about that and what you're actually looking to achieve. Yes, I am a business coach for women wishing to transition out of corporate into becoming a consultant. So they don't fit the mold of corporate life. It's hard. Many women fit this, whether they're moms or just their needs in life do not correspond with the hours that corporate has. And so I help them to find their purpose and their balance in life and create that life that they always wanted. I love that. That's very much in line with some of the things that I do, creating that life that you've always wanted. I always like to say that I tell people that they need to go from dreading Monday morning to living like every day is Friday. Because on Friday, you still have to work. You still have to get up in the morning. So you might as well enjoy it. And I love the idea of working with these women who don't fit the mold. Because really, when we're in school growing up, everyone tries to be put into the same mold. And some people have needs in their life that don't correspond with the corporate life. And especially when it comes to women, I believe that you'll probably be working with a lot of mothers who have children. And that definitely does not fit into the corporate lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to help you uh, with this business. So let me ask you, what would be something that you truly want to achieve with this business? What is a goal that you have that you're going for right now? Right now, I am trying to fully book my one-on-one coaching business to help just a few select women create that life. So right now, that is my big goal. I have a lot of other big ones too, but this is the, this is the current one. That's the current one. Okay. So booking your schedule with those one-on-one clients to get things started, that's definitely a good goal. And that's a great start in any coaching business. You have to get clients and the best way to get clients is to sit down and talk to them to one-on-one. So let me ask, what is important to you about getting this started? I relate very much to these women. My own personal life, I have three little boys. I have a husband who is a doctor. And that means that me in the corporate world, that that just doesn't work. <laughs> and my husband can't take off when he, whenever something goes wrong. So everything fell on me. 
and my babies are very important to me. I have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, a three-year-old. They need mom. And so corporate just wasn't working. But I have all these skills and all these talents I've gained in corporate life. And where can I put them? It feels really hard to all of a sudden say, either you're corporate or you're a stay-at-home mom. There's Mm. no middle ground and you have to give up everything you've worked so hard on. Well, I'm here to actually help these women say there is actually a middle ground. There is, you can go be a consultant. You can keep your skills up. You do not have to leave the world behind completely and create that life that you wanted. And it doesn't mean that one day you won't go back to corporate life. But another thing that's really important is just don't lose those skill sets because that's what causes women to be lower on that totem pole. They leave corporate for five, 10 years, and then they come back and they're, they just don't look relevant anymore. And I don't want them to feel that way. They, they are relevant. Wow. So we really got deep there. Yeah. You have the situation in your life with a husband who's a doctor. So that means he's very, very busy and it's going to be hard for him to take off, to take care of the children and seven, five and three. Wow. I congratulate you. (laughs) And you're actually uh, coherent and able to string together. Some days, some days I'm coherent. Yes. No, I, I had, uh, when, when my children were, were young, they were uh, three years apart, a, a boy and a girl. But to add a, a third one into the mix, I couldn't imagine. So I have to commend you there. <laughs> uh, but uh, I like how you focused in on saying that there's no middle ground for these women right now, because you're either a stay-at-home mom or you're working somewhere in corporate. And it's really hard to balance that. And what you're saying here to these women that you're going to be working with is you don't have to leave those skills behind and you don't have to worry about stepping back years later when the children get older, right? And going into a lower position. And I like the way you called it the totem pole of uh, of corporate. Yeah. Uh, And I think that is a need that really needs uh, fulfilling out there. I really feel excited about what you're going to be doing. And I, I, I think you're going to have a lot of success. So let me ask then, you were able to get this started now, and you're able to start booking these clients, these these women in that situation. What happens to your life when these things start happening? What happens to you personally, Denise? Well, one thing that I personally know about myself. So over the past year, I have been a stay-at-home mom with homeschooling the kids during COVID. I do not show up as my best self when I am in that position. I am an amazing mother, but not a stay-at-home mother. My kids need me to have a purpose outside of them. And so I was putting all my energy into my children. Like I said, not a good fit for them. That's not great. So creating a space where I can have my energy go in a positive way, making a positive difference in the world, not just throwing my talents out the door because I I did work in corporate for 10 years. I have a lot of skills and that 
would devastate me to hear that in 10 years, all those 10 years, just toss them out the door. They are gone. They don't matter anymore. Those skills just, it didn't matter. So for me to fully book with these women, it would make all the difference in the world because it says that those past years, they mean something. I'm still using it. It's relative and I'm helping other women to do exactly what I need to do. I'm not the only one out there feeling this way. Right. Oh, I like that too. You're not the only one feeling this way. And you know that, you know that there are other women in that same situation. And in your case, you know, this past year, you were able to stay home, you homeschooled your children, which is another thing that's very commendable. It's very difficult to do, gives you a new respect for the for the educators, for the teachers. Oh, absolutely. Out there. <laughs> it does. Oh, yeah. I will pay you all the money to take my children and educate them. <laughs> uh, yes. But I, I, I like how you recognize that in that role, although you did a good job, you weren't showing up as your best self. And you realized that, and here's the key that you needed to have a purpose outside of just raising your children. And I think in the world today, there are a lot of women in your situation. And in some ways, there are a lot of men too. And you need to create that space where your energy can go in a positive way. And that is so aligned with what I do, because again, this is the Purposely Positive podcast. We're about helping people to do things in a positive way while making a positive impact at the same time. And I think that's just awesome. So the other thing you said was it would devastate you to hear that years later, those skills were gone and you feel like it didn't matter. All the work, all the energy that you put into learning your craft, learning those skills didn't mean anything, but they do mean something for women out there all over the world who are looking to do the same thing, those skills mean something. And you're going to show them that they mean something. You're going to show them how important they are in the world, not only to their family, which is a key role and probably their most important role, but those other things do mean something. So I love that. So let me move on on the other side of the coin and ask you, what are you trying to avoid from happening? So say six months from now, you look back or even a year from now, what don't you want to happen? What are you trying to avoid? Mm, That's a really good question. I think the greatest thing I'm trying to avoid is, so as an entrepreneur, one of the hardest aspects I find is that you create your own goals. You create your own container for achieving those goals. While in corporate, you actually have people helping you create your goals. They're holding you accountable. They're giving you feedback. As an entrepreneur, those are gone. They're not there. You have to create them yourself. And so one of the hardest parts is creating that container so that I continue showing up every day, despite the fact I do not have a boss telling me, You need to show up every day. I need to continue showing up and providing value, even when sometimes there's nobody on the other line telling me you're doing a great job. That is probably the biggest thing that I have to work on right now, creating a container so that I do succeed. 
yeah, you have to create that container that you succeed in because, as you said, in the corporate world, you do have people who are above you, people that will give you that pat on the back when you're doing well and people that will hold you accountable when you're not. That's one of the things that I love about the coaching industry is that we get to step into that role and we get to hold people accountable. One of the things that I find is, you know, I'm a coach, but I also have a coach and I will, when I have to be on that call with my coach and they ask me, did you do those things this week? I have to say yes or no. And that accountability is huge. Going into the world of entrepreneurship, and I have an entrepreneur academy that is one of the programs that I, I put out there in the world. So I, I'm used to working with people in that position. The hardest aspect is you have to create your own goals and you have to come up with a way to monitor those things. So if you were to be able to avoid that situation of falling into that hole of not being able to create the goals because you don't, or not being able to follow through on things because you don't have that boss. So if you were able to overcome that, what does that get you? For me personally, when I think about my goals, I constantly remind myself that there are women out there who genuinely need to hear this message. And if I'm not showing up, if I am not actually reaching for these goals, these women may never hear it. And if they never hear it, what does that do for them in their lives? For some people, I believe they may not need that kind of external motivation. But for me, I actually do. I need to take my eyes off of myself for a minute in my entrepreneurial journey and look at those that I'm helping and say, they actually really need me. So if I'm not courageously stepping out and really putting myself out there to try to help them, then they may not have the life they want. So you have to focus on the fact that if you're not putting yourself out there, that these women who need this message, they won't hear it. So that is huge. And that's something I believe that you should be thinking about every single day, whenever those hard times are coming, when you don't feel like posting on social media, or you don't feel like reaching out to that person or going on that net to that networking event to meet people, when you don't feel like this is something you want to do, come back and focus on the fact that there are women out there that need this message. And the other thing I notice is that in the entrepreneurial industry, we talk about your avatar, your ideal client. A lot of times I find that our avatars, our ideal clients are where we were like a year ago. So when you're talking to these people, it makes it so much easier because you're basically just talking to yourself the way you were a year ago. And I think in the industry of self-education, the best person to help someone is somebody who was where you were a year ago and has gone along on that path. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I completely agree. I think if you do talk to people, most of the time they are working with just a mini them yes. and helping them become their best selves mm -hmm. that they know they can become because that was them. They yeah, get it. Exactly. Okay. Well, there's a couple of ways we could go right now. And one of the things I'm going to ask is, well, first off, do you feel like 
there are any blocks that you have, any limiting beliefs that are holding you behind in all this. And if not, that's okay. But I just wondered if that is something that's in the back of your mind. So I think that one of the hardest parts for me is showing up on platforms and learning those new skills in marketing, because that's not part of what I have ever done in my life. And it's a very scary skill. Yes. (laughs) And it's one that takes time and energy. So for me personally, I think showing up on platforms that I am not accustomed to is very challenging. For example, right now I've committed to myself that I will show up for 90 days consistently on LinkedIn, which doesn't sound too hard until I get into my own mind of these women can be very intimidating to me as well. As much as I know that I can be intimidating to others, even though I don't feel intimidating, I know I can be. And I'm intimidated by their amazingness just the same. And so sometimes it's hard for me to write to them because I'm like, who am I to talk to you? Because you have all these skills in corporate that I will never be able to touch. And being able to hold space for the fact that I have my own skill set, they have their own skill set. And as a consultant, They're going to be a type of consultant I can never be because they hold a different position. They have a different background. And that in and of itself can cause me though, a little bit of, I struggle sometimes to put myself out there because I get intimidated by the women that I'm writing to. All right. So let me get back to this feeling of intimidation that you have. We're going to do something a little different. If you have this feeling of intimidation, what I want you to do is, and use your first impression here, where exactly do you feel it inside your body? And I want you to point to that space right now where where you feel it. I think it's in my chest. In your chest. Okay. Now, if you could imagine that feeling of intimidation that, that you're pointing to as a color, what color do you see that as? It falling. It felt like red. It felt like red. Okay. And now at the same time, while you're thinking of, of this red feeling in, in your chest, have you ever seen like the Avengers movies or Iron Man where Tony Stark, another Tony, of course, you know, there's, there's me, of course, <laughs> there's Tony Robbins, who's one of my mentors. I call myself the other Tony. And then there's Tony Stark, who's Iron Man. But when he is designing something, have you ever noticed that he designs things like in this imaginary screen in front of him? Yes. So I want you to imagine if that feeling of intimidation was a picture in front of you or around you somewhere, where would you see it? I want you to point to it right now. First impression. I mean, it it feels like it's right in front of me. Right there. (laughs) All right. So I want you to do is I want you to hold your hands like you were making a frame around the picture of the intimidation, exactly how it is. All right. Now we're going to try a few things. First thing I want you to do is I want you to make that bigger. Now, how's it feel? I mean, I think I feel a little wider, but I'm not 100% sure why. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Now put it back to its original size and get comfortable with where you feel with that. And then I want you to make it smaller and tell me how it feels. 
feels really bad, actually. It's really bad. It feels like it's intensifying. That's interesting. Most people, when you make it bigger, they feel that feeling of intensification. You know, they feel it more intensified. But there are some people that have it the other way. So that's why I always have people to do those things. So put it back to the regular size. And now I want you to um, imagine that you are crushing it together and making it like you're crumpling up a piece of paper. And then I want you to take that paper and I want you to curl it behind you as hard as you can. And imagine a big vault door behind you closing. And those feelings are in that vault right now. Tell me how that feels. I I think I want to believe it, but my head's not letting me. And it's still right here. (laughs) It's still right there. Okay. A lot of times when we do this, what we're doing with our neurology is we're putting those things in our life behind us. Have you ever noticed we use metaphors like go through this? Because when we go through something, it's behind us. When we get over something, we step over something, it's behind us. So we're putting it behind us. And the reason I use the vault is because it closes it shut so it can't sneak out. Let's try this. Put it back up in front of you like you did before. Now, I want you to take your finger and this feeling that you have, this intimidation, it has a lesson that you need to learn. So I want you to write down with your finger or however you would just imagine yourself writing across this feeling, the lesson that it's trying to teach you, if you know what that lesson is. And I think you do. I do think I know the lesson it's trying to teach me. I do think it is it ha- all has to do with reminding myself that we all start somewhere at the very beginning. And that's scary, right? That's that scary. idea that we all start somewhere. And when I see these, these women who look picture perfect to me, who are very intimidating, I'm not seeing their beginnings. And I'm at a beginning right now. And that is scary. Yeah, it's scary to be at the beginning, the start of the race, but you know you can overcome that and you can get that behind you. So as you write down, after you've written those things down, do the same thing, crumple it up and throw it behind you again. But this time you've written that lesson. You've learned the lesson. Bam, bolt door is shut again. The dials are spinning. Do you feel any different now? I do feel better. I think I'm seeing my ideal client more as my equal. And I want to hug her where she's at. (laughs) I love it. You want to hug her where she's because you're equal. There's no intimidation in reaching out to someone who is equal to you. It's when you see them as being above you, that makes it more intimidating. So I think that's, that's a beautiful lesson to learn there. Denise, let me ask you now, what do you think your next step would be? What is the, the first thing that you have to start doing in order you know, to make this goal, this dream a reality? For me, it is being consistently showing up. Define that a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. consistently showing up. Yes. For me, it will be showing up 90 days on LinkedIn, five days a week, making sure I'm either posting something valuable, writing my own content, reposting, and also reaching out to people. Um, I do have a amount of people I'm trying to reach out to every day. And therefore just 
consistently connecting, connecting, connecting. I'm going to summarize those in, in the two simple tasks. One is I like showing up five days a week for the next 90 days on LinkedIn, posting something, whatever that is, get out there and do that. But the second part of that is to reach out. And does this sound fair? One person, one new person each day. Sounds very fair and okay. easy to do. <laughs> easy to do. Will you do that? Yes. Yes. And can you see that by being on LinkedIn for the next 90 days, that you're going to be able to make an impact on those women who are in the corporate world, make a positive impact in the world, let them know that their skills, they're not something that are going to go away. They're going to be able to use them. You're going to be able to help them to overcome and help them to realize that they don't have to leave those skills behind. That corporate world, if they ever want to re-enter that, uh, they don't have to start from square one. That you're the person who's out there and you're going to be able to help them to make that happen. It sounds very good. Perfect. Last thing I want you to do is, in your life, Denise, there's probably many, many things that you've done and goals that you've had and things that you've nailed. I mean, you've gone after something, you want it really bad, and you nailed it. I want you to think of a time in your life, and you don't have to tell me what it is, but think of a time in your life, could be anything. When you had a goal, you went after it, and you nailed it. And I want you to just sit there, because I see you're sitting right now, and you don't have to stand up. Sometimes you can, but sit there, and I want you to feel exactly the way you felt in that moment. Sit the way you would be sitting as you achieved that goal, feel how you felt. I want you to see what you saw in that moment, hear what you heard, even smell what you smelled. I want you to really relive being in that moment. You can succeed. You went after a goal. You made it happen. It was right in front of you and you took it on. You took action. You stepped into that and you became that person because you are that person, Denise, who can make goals happen. I want you to tell me, how do you feel right now? I feel very good and confident and recognizing that I can take on the world. Awesome. Do you have any other thoughts or uh, comments along the way? Because I am so super confident that you're going to have success, especially over the next 90 days. In fact, I'm going to, one of the things that I do after I record these podcasts, I will be following up with you and I'm going to be asking you, periodically. Hey, how are you doing with that 90 days? How are you doing reaching out with that one person? And I'm expecting that you're going to be able to tell me that you're doing a great job. That sounds great. Awesome. Denise, this has been a lot of fun doing this. And the last thing I'm going to ask you, well, two things actually. First off is if there are some of these women right now that are listening to this podcast and go, wow, you know, she sounds a lot like me. I really want to connect with her. How would they do that right now? You can find me on LinkedIn at Denise Arnouts. That would be spelled A-R-N-O-U-D-S-E. You can also look me up on Facebook and I would love to be your friend and talk with you. I hope that people listening right now who are in that situation will reach out to you and at least connect with you. And that would be super awesome. The last thing I ask is, and I do this with all my guests on this program, ask the question, what does being purposely positive mean to you? So for me, if I think about being purposely positive, 
This is not necessarily a forced silver lining. This is not a situation where I'm going to make myself positive. I would almost call it a gratitude. It's a mind shift. It's a sitting with the good things in my life and finding those positives in whatever the stage is in my life. So a little bit of a roundabout of saying purposely positive equals gratitude to me. It equals gratitude. Finding the mind shift to see those things that are positive in your life. I love that answer, Denise. That is awesome. Well, I just want to say that this has been a great experience for me. And I hope those people out there listening who are working on goals in their life can take some of the things, some of the questions that were asked, maybe some of your answers, and it will help them to go after their goals. I also, and I don't do this very often, but I also want to offer uh, anyone who's interested in becoming an entrepreneur. I do have a program called Entrepreneur Academy, and I am actually giving away session one. It's a five session course. And I'm giving that first session away absolutely free. So people, they can reach out to me uh, at uh, coachtonyw at outlook.com or through the the podcast for that. And if you're interested, Denise, I'd be happy to send you that to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. But I want to thank you for being here today. And uh, I'm looking forward to continuously connecting with you and to hearing about how this goal works for you and how many women that you are able to help to get into this position and to really to escape the corporate world, but to keep those skills in their life and to not feel that uh, everything they've learned in their life has uh, has no meaning, but feel that they have a purpose. And I'm looking forward to hearing some stories that you can share. And maybe we'll have you back on the podcast at a later date so that you can share some of the stories of some of the women that you've helped. Absolutely. I would love that. Thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed it. And you've been listening to Strive to Thrive, the purposely positive podcast brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. And you may be out there wondering, where should I go right now? Do I want to become an entrepreneur? Do I want to just change a job? Do I want to do something that makes me happy? You can download a free resource. It's an ebook called Strive to Thrive at Tony W. Coaching, and it will help you in the direction of living a purposely positive life.